everyone and welcome to this episode of Getting to Better Together, our podcast mini-series sponsored by the Center for International Development, Social Entrepreneurship, and Leadership, CINSL, of the University of the Sunshine Coast, and supported by NUSA FM Radio 101.3. Before proceeding, I wish to acknowledge the traditional custodians of this land, the Gubby Gubby people, and pay my respect to the elders past, present and emerging, and especially on this International Women's Day, women all around the world. My name's Temi Harriet, and I am a special guest host for Richard today on International Women's Day, and I'm joined here with four friends. So thank you all for being here, and I'll just start by getting each guest to introduce themselves. So Kia, do you want to say a few words? Okay, thank you, Temi. And hi, everyone. I am Nazneen Arakia. I'm from Bangladesh. Uh, I am civil engineer working in Bangladesh Railway, and uh, I am the first lady engineer in uh, Bangladesh, Bangladesh Railway. Okay. okay. Next, we have Shana. Hi, uh, my name is Shana Farooq. I'm from the Maldives, and I've uh, been working at the Ministry of National Planning and Infrastructure, heading the infrastructure department there. So I work in the capacity of um, Director General. Uh, my background is construction management, and I've been um, leading a team of 61 um, members uh, from the built environment. Okay. And Indika? Hi, everyone. I'm Indika Ranatunga from Sri Lanka. So I'm an officer of the Sri Lanka Administrative Service in Sri Lanka. My background is I'm a lawyer by profession, and uh, I completed a few masters, uh, one from the University of Sydney here. So I am in the uh, top rank uh, uh, of the ministry. I am working to the Ministry of uh, Power and Energy in Sri Lanka. Thanks for that. And Casey. Uh, thank you, Tammy. Uh, hi, everyone. I'm Kinga Churindoji from Bhutan, and I work for the Department of Energy under the Ministry of Energy and Natural Resources. And I am actually an electrical engineer, but currently look after the environmental and social aspects of energy projects. Thank you. Thank you all for being here. And I, I must say, I'm really proud that I have such a powerhouse in this room today. I've got these special women from South Asia, all doing well, respectively, in their countries, and they're able to join us here on the Sunshine Coast. So first of all, a warm welcome. Now, we are celebrating International Women's Day, so I want us all to think about, what are we celebrating? Tell me, tell me a bit about what you're celebrating. So Casey? Um, I'm celebrating being a woman. <laughs> the most, uh, I guess, the basic, the most basic part of being a woman. Uh, I'm celebrating being a professional, career-oriented uh, woman who is doing well in her career and also who wants to enjoy her life to the fullest possible. Yeah. Now, I love that response, and it could only come from someone from Bhutan, right? <laughs> Where happiness is the, the nation's uh, metric, right? Yes. So that's really good. It's nice to celebrate being a woman and to be a professional woman. Yes. Is that just a natural answer for you? Is that, you know, as you're celebrating, gosh, it's just so nice to be in this body? Um, yeah, I, I guess I wouldn't want to be anyone other than myself. <laughs> So I'm enjoying being a woman, and I'm enjoying my time here uh, at the University of Sunshine Coast and uh, Sunshine Coast as well. And I'm lucky to be here 
as a woman. I guess uh, part of me being here could be because I am a woman and um, there should be some diversity. So I was chosen, being a woman, I was chosen to come and attend this uh, program. Great to hear. Really, really lovely to hear that. Indica, how about you? What are you, what are you celebrating? Uh, like she said, so being a woman, I want to celebrate. So uh, in addition, so uh, uh, there are few people, more people from different countries. So I want to uh, celebrate the women's days being with them. So we've got a little bit of a global community here. Yeah, global community. Yeah. yeah. I'm very happy about that. And it's nice. I'm, I'm, I'm really happy to be sharing my time with women from different, different cultures countries. coming together. So it's really lovely to hear that. And you're spending some time in the north of the country as well? Yes. So, so presently I'm in Darwin with my family. So before that I was in Sydney uh, with my family. So I completed my master there. So then going went back to the uh, my country in 2014. So I assumed the duties as director there, then promoted to the uh, additional secretary now. So next level is secretary to the ministry. Okay. Maybe ministry of power, maybe ministry of industry and commerce. So oh. nobody knows. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Actually. So <laughs> being a woman, I am very happy about that. So. <laughs> so, so in Sri Lanka, so we have so many women in the top level. Uh, one third of the ministry's uh, top level is uh, position held by the women. So I'm so happy about that. It's, it's good that we can celebrate these things. And it's good to know that these things are happening in other countries as well. Because sometimes we forget that. Sometimes we forget that the successes that we have here in this country are, are similar to those of others. So Shana, how about you? What are you celebrating this International Women's Day? Um, on every International Women's Day or any other day, I celebrate my team because I lead uh, quite a number of uh, professionals working uh, tirelessly to build infrastructure in my country. And whilst they attend uh, all of these technical things, they go back home and attend another part of their life as well. So every day I am, admire them at um, balancing their life serving the public as well as their own family. So every year I remind them that I celebrate them, my team. Oh, that's so wonderful. Those words can only come from a woman. You understand that, right? Uh. It should come from someone because they have to be reminded. And I also tell my male counterparts because we have a wonderful male counterpart team working with them, which enable them to actually shine in their own positions. Um, so with a 61 member um, team fr coming from built environment, different disciplines, civil engineers, architects, QS, um, quantity surveyors, um, surveyors and financiers, procurement specialists. So there's a wide range of um, technical people working in this environment, um, delivering on infrastructure projects. So that's something that ha they have to celebrate themselves and they need to be reminded to celebrate. Um, often when we're in when we're being women and um we're looked upon only on our shortcomings yeah. they only look at the shortcomings of us but whilst there are shortcomings in some positions um we also do a lot of things a lot of other things while balancing on work life as well as family life so that's something to celebrate every single year 
And, and it's good reminder that, you know, we're human beings and yeah. it's a part of our humanity. And as we celebrate one thing, doesn't mean we can't celebrate a, a whole lot of other things at the yeah. same time. Yes. So thanks for that. Yeah. Okay, Kia, how about you? What are you celebrating? Firstly, uh, I agreed with all others that uh, firstly, being an woman, uh, being a woman, we are celebrating this day. And also this is internationally recognized day. Um, for Women's Day, uh, males are also thinking something for JC or women empowerment. Uh, that is a good thing. And uh, in my organization, being a first uh, lady engineer, I um, inspired some women to join my organization. And now I'm a, um, in a post of project director, and I hope that I could uh, implement uh, the JC um, better in my country. And then I, I look forward that uh, in future, uh, I think all women will be uh, economically participating, working women, and, and they can uh, have their participation in economic development as well. Okay. This is my vision. Oh, that's good. So I'm going to share with you what I'm celebrating. I'm celebrating being part of a community or an environment where I can have this conversation because this is a really great way to spend one's time, right, talking to other people about the things that are important in their lives. Um, so I'm going to thank you, ladies, for, for being here and making that possible. But as lovely as it sounds, we do know that sometimes the road to that beautiful vision that we have is a little bit challenging. So just share with me what you think are some of the biggest challenges. I'm gonna start with Indica this time around. Um, what do you think are some of the challenges that we face that we should acknowledge on International Women's Day because it's work that we have to do? Yeah, so challenges. So uh, in our case, in my country, so we have gender, we are maintaining gender equality in workplace as well as the um, other places as well. So we are trying. So we are in the 73rd place uh, in the world ranking, in the world uh, ranking table out of 191 countries. Uh, so that's the highest level among the South Asian uh, countries. So but we are in the 73rd place. Yeah. That means there's a... Uh, 72 to go. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we have to go. Th that is the challenge we have, right? So therefore, uh, in the manifesto, we are developing uh, the programs and uh, they are always saying that, so we have to manage equality, uh, women equality, uh, especially JETSI. Uh, they are talking about JETSI. Uh, the challenges are so, uh, though we have that in the manifesto so when we go to the implementation stage so we have to have we have to develop uh, acts and uh, laws uh, and that means enabling environment to address the issue yeah so that is the main challenge we have and uh, with the change of the government the next one is with the change uh, of the government so the manifesto also will change so normally that is the second challenge we have. So somehow we are managing to address the issue. Uh, so in Sri Lanka, the uh, un un unemployment level in women are double than the men. So 
uh, also the women in um, uh, employment uh, especially they are not in the um, decision making level yeah the well, maybe uh, 10% maybe less than 10% are in the decision making level uh, uh, maybe more than uh, 50% 50% are in the um, low productive employment okay. maybe in garment uh, maybe in self employment so like that so we have to address that that issue so if you and if we want to balance the gender equality in our country so we need to, we need to focus on that yeah we have to have uh, uh, action plan maybe five year plan to address so then we can have at least 50% uh, 50% achievement okay rather than having 100% okay by at least by uh, another 10 years okay so time so a 10 year plan yeah the 10 year plan okay so shana are those similar challenges that you face in the maldives um, yes, and also um, I'd like to add on that um, we've had many policy changes uh, that enable for us to have a better work environment, for women to have a better work environment. But um, we are yet to still evaluate on how well are these policies working for us. Okay. Can there be better? Can there be changes that can um, bring about a better result in what we are really trying to achieve? So touching upon an extended maternity leave of six months. Can that be flexible um, to allow a parent to take it as they wish to take within the yeah. first year? Uh, or, or does it have to be really stringent on the first six months of your leave? Um, so things like that, we, we need to go back and really evaluate on the po- the policies, the changes that we're bringing. Is that really impacting? How are they impacting? Can there be a better, better way of doing this? rather than just si- stick with a written policy like that. And we've also had, um, we've also introduced um, legislations whereby we have um, allocations made for women's, women to be in leadership positions like um, on the councils or um, local councils or um, parliamentary positions and things like that. But um, having done that, we also need to empower the people who would then fill these positions we need to be able to give them the training and um, make sure that they're ready for these positions as well and and teach them how to use the power that they have in their hands in, in a way that would um, enable the society to change how we believe in um, with regard to gender equality because um, it's always uh, been a male dominant uh, society in, in our um, regional context, but um, to break that ceiling, we have to make it the norm. Yeah. To make it the norm that this is the way of life. So that begs me to question: like, if is the challenge something we should be addressing with young girls? I'm going to talk to uh, to Kia about this one. Should we be targeting if we want to go for ten years? If we want these changes to take place, where should we be putting our effort? Should we only make policies for women in the workforce, or should we be looking at girls? I think uh, it should be starts from the family level, then in the educational level, to change the mindset. Of presently, our country is still uh, in our subcontinent, we may say, the male dominant. 
in uh, family decision makers uh, it, um, um, maximum family is just one boss is there he is taking all the decisions um, mostly they are men uh, that means participatory decision making procedure yet to be started in all the families so they are progressing but not that much yeah. progressing and uh, the mindset of that all the household works for women this is also changing but not so fast slowly they are grasping the idea so um, i think to change the uh, society the norm or the mindset of you know, we need to start from the family from the educational level uh, that uh, how what is equality and what is equity what is the difference between them how to um, betterment the for, for betterment of the society how all of our productivity can be um, um, employed uh, for uh, betterment of the country that is to be discussed from the very beginning i think uh, we should target our young generation uh, so that our future can be changed okay i like that so casey i didn't ask do you have children no, okay. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a tough one for you though. I'm gonna ask you this: Do you think it's about the way we raise our boys and our girls? Like, as a non-parent, do you think that at a household level we have to start doing something different with the way we raise our sons and our daughters? Uh, yes, uh, I do feel that we need to change the way we raise our children because traditionally females we are meant to be in the kitchen. We are the ones who need to clean the house. We need to cook. We need to wash the clothes. But if we um, give the values, like we need to teach our boys that they should take up these responsibilities as well. It's, it shouldn't just be on the girls to do these things. So if we start at the family level, like uh, Kea said, so we start from the family level and then all these values should be instituted like by the parents. Yeah. So also it should, I guess, come from the policy because the parents need to know this as well, that it's just not traditionally yeah. the work, the responsibility of the females in the household to do all these roles. So teaching our boys, teaching our boys how to like, how to wash the dishes, how to wash the clothes, how to clean the house. We should teach these, teach them everything. <laughs> I totally agree. Now, Shana, I saw you. You want to say something, so I'm going to give you the mic. What do you think about that? I think that's uh, that's a good point that's raised there. A at the same time, it's not all about the housework as well. It's about how we look at the society, how we treat women in the society, in in. Mm. The, the I hear some jobs. nods, yes. Yeah. <laughs> the technical jobs. Um, uh, to, to be on an e equal playing field with men, we need, to, we need to teach our girls to also be in that level. Okay. Empower themselves and, and, and really embrace that for themselves so that they don't feel that they cannot compete on that same level as they grow up. They, so... I was fortunate enough to come from, um, so I, I always credit that to my mom. Um, she embedded this this need for, um, you know, self-sufficient, to be a self-sufficient person. Yeah. So she always said uh, to me, um, I'll give you this education. I'll, I'll remind you 
to have this so that you can never be on a on a you know when you go out to society you cannot be alone then yeah. even if one day you find yourselves not surrounded by people you'll still have what you what you gained as your knowledge you you take that and go further if you if you have that mindset you can go to places where nobody can stop you so that has always been embedded within me so my mom was uh, always a, a working woman so even though she has she had six children she she still continued she was criticized for not being for always being at work but still she continued to do that yeah that that's what we saw yeah and we weren't um so we we didn't have a uh, adult and we did have a male figure as well but it is always the women at home that inspired us to become who we are now so i'm very proud of that so it does yes it does start from the family itself and to have a supportive family to go out and to achieve what we do every day that is empowerment really yeah and and similarly my mother had seven children and she was always working um but my father's my hero believe it or not because he gave me the side that everything was possible whereas my mother was just a natural example but it it does show that's that's room for me to celebrate is that our mothers could be our heroes right so why is it so hard why is equality so hard to achieve because us sitting around this room today we kind of like think it should just happen naturally why do we think it's so hard to achieve kia what do i achieve yeah equality why why do we think equality is so unattainable no as i mentioned that this is the um, uh, custom uh, culture or the norms in a country uh everywhere uh, women and men are not treated s- same uh, equally yeah. in the country so it is uh, hard because uh, the mind setup has to be broken first uh, that that is not done 100% in our countries they are uh, now progressing and uh, um, 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 most of the uh, now male uh, they understand the jc recommend and uh, then uh, appreciate the women's work and try to uh, assist in their work but if if it starts from the very beginning then uh, a child uh, being a child uh, if if uh, anybody uh, frame uh, face that uh, there is a discrimination between boys and girls and uh, as a being only being a girl you cannot do that you cannot go outside at the night you cannot do this this is only for boys ah. so um, uh, these these things uh, if it is broken like ice breaking in my society then i think uh, scenario will be changed and every uh, child uh, they will they grown up then okay we can we can do anything if we want yeah. Okay. Yeah. So indicate can we get to the equality? Do you think equality is possible? Yeah, equality is possible. So we have to have positive attitudes. So uh, not like our generation. So now uh, younger generations uh, generation have I think have that qualities, right? So they equally treat each other. So there's no discrimination between uh, women and men. so i think uh, quality has already developed so uh, so we have to um, uh, we have to have a plan yeah. to develop that further okay yeah. 
And Shana bursting at the seams. Yeah. While she says that um, it has already started, but the policies sometimes limit this. Yeah. Sometimes it does limit. So we need to make sure that whatever policy that we've put in place is, is really working for the society. Yeah. To, to again come back to that point where if we have a, a very um, you know open-minded society where we, we are on an equal playing field and we believe in equality, but the laws and the regulations that we need to follow does not enable that, then we're stuck we're in that same old loop where we're not able to move forward. So, so that needs to change as well. So things like um, ownership of property, different laws that you have in society that holds women back, and they're cultural things, but they hold women back nonetheless. So we, like you say, having a plan but not having the, the structure, the policies to support that makes it very hard. Now, could we change that if we looked at, so we, we do know that girls' education has a direct correlation with a country's development, its economic development. So is the metric that we should use for all things attached to girls' education? Casey, what do you think? Um, yes, I do believe that it all starts from education. So whatever values we want to instill in our girls, it should be done firstly from the home, but then most of our time would be spent at school. So everyone would be educated through schools. So we empower our girls to think out of the box, to think what they can do without all of the restrictions that are put on them. So, and then we build policies out okay. of that after like, after the education. So when they get into the workforce as well. So we built policies out of that. Okay. So I'm going to ask you all this last question. Um, and this International Women's Day, if you look back on your young self, what advice would you give her? Kaya, you want to go first? Think back to your young self, having the if, wisdom if I, now. If I had a time machine and <laughs> go back to my younger self. I'll grant you a time machine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then I would advise her that um, uh, be, believe in yourself more. You can do better than you are doing now. And uh, um, no matter how the society is tell that you cannot do that, you cannot do that. But believe me, you can do all of that if you want. I, I think your young self would love you for those comments. Yeah. <laughs> Shana, how about you? Um, I think I'd like to believe that I wouldn't change a bit of how I lived, led the way into my career path as well. But what would you tell yourself? <laughs> I would say, go as you wish. <laughs> You're you, on the right yeah, path. Yeah, on the right path, really. You're on the right path. Um, break the norms, mind. break the ceilings. Um, you'll... You'll pro probably make a lot of people mad all along the way, but don't care. Just go ahead. So you'd give yourself permission to be exactly, exactly what you did. What did well, that's yeah. good. That's yeah, good. Yeah. Indica, how about you? What, what advice would you give to your younger so, son? Uh, if I have a machine to go back. So so I'm happy about uh, the position I'm holding, holding now. So no, I'm not going to change. So yeah. this path is good for me. Yeah. Okay, so you you uh, again you're on the you made the right decisions. How about you, Casey? Uh, yes, uh, I've also been very lucky to uh, have 
my parents who are very supportive. So, but I just like to say, don't be so hard on yourself. Trust yourself. Believe in yourself, and you can change the world. I I love it. Thank you so much for the inspiration today. So I'm going to tell you what I would tell my younger self. <laughs> Talk to strangers. <laughs> The one thing I've learned in life is the, that is we're all human beings on the planet, and the only way to get to a better place is when we can reach out and care for each other, be empathetic to other people's pain, and celebrate the moments we have today. So as I leave you this International Women's Day, I leave you with one thought. All the technology people in the world, if you want to create a better world, help us take the housework away. Thank you very much. This is Tammy Harriet signing off. <laughs>